Yeah, yeah. Just go ahead. <laughs> just, just start. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just go ahead. Is is what I like to hear at the beginning of all my shows. <laughs> just do it already, will you? Uh, fine. <laughs> Well, there's no Lex this week, so I think, really, that we probably should spend 40 minutes talking about the Star Wars trailer, right? <laughs> we could probably do a lot, a oh, fair amount. I mean, we don't have to talk about it. We could just watch it, like, another 20 times, as quietly to ourselves. <laughs> just quietly. And that's, right, like, that's like, the yeah. show. This, this week would just be some quiet time for our, for our readers. Yeah, I think, well, I think they could join us. I think they could watch along with us. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> if only there were a show like that. <laughs> if only there were a show where you could watch something <laughs> along with the people on the show. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, this, this one seems weird to me. Does it seem weird to you? I mean, yeah, well, so I guess we'll, you know, just like disclaim that we're gonna probably we'll probably spend a couple minutes talking about this so if you're like sure. in super serious no spoiler territory oh and yeah 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 then you, don't you know don't listen to this but we'll we'll right. keep it light skip ahead um keep just keep 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 skipping <laughs> i don't know i mean i think the middle part of any story is a challenge right like a lot of people criticized episode seven for being following very closely along the pattern of episode four which yeah, okay, I can see. I mean, totally, yeah. uh, you know, whether you take it as or homage or sort of a larger metafictional idea that these stories repeat themselves, sure, that's cool. Um, I think middles tend to differ more, right? Because, like, everything that's kind of in Episode 7 and Episode 4 is very much ripped from that whole hero's journey archetype of, like, uh-huh. call to adventure yes. and all that right, stuff. Right, because they're so, just starting out. Right, and so, like, you could see that formula in any number of genre style right. movies i feel like yeah but you know like a, a second chapter i think tends to differ more widely um right because where does it go from there right and they set enough different seeds uh in motion in the episode seven that i felt like this won't just be a rehash of empire strikes back but i you know some people some people felt like it was i was talking to um uh rob ryan uh on twitter and he was saying he got a real like empire return of the jedi vibe from it and i was like i guess i didn't get that although there is sort of like the whole like luke seeming to be and let's you know disclaim this by saying it's a trailer it's a two-minute trailer cut from a you know two-hour plus movie right it may you know what what you see there is representative but it's also out of context and out of order and all that so Right. right Yeah, I I'm assuming know. that the thing that seems to be happening at the end of the trailer is not like the the end of the movie, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's. I mean, which would be you know like if that were the thing that were going to happen at the end of the movie, that would be wow, that would be oh my gosh, what's sure, going on? Right. That, but I don't think they would put that in the trailer. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say, right? Like it could be a dream sequence or a vision, yeah, right. or like this. This yeah. is the trick too when you're dealing with this kind of story is like. Nothing is quite what it's... I mean, like, if you had seen a trailer... I don't remember the original Empire trailer, but, like, if you'd seen the, the trailer with the fight in the cave on Dagobah, like, you would take away... Like, without any context, where mm-hmm. Luke, like, cuts off Darth Vader's head. Spoiler for a movie from 1980. Um, <laughs> like, you would take away something very different from that than if you saw it in the context of the movie. Yeah. So, right. I'm I'm not prepared to, you know, certainly make any 
and I would, see be, I would bet that was in the trailer. I don't remember that trailer either, but I, and, I, and, and I'm sure I saw it on the TV <laughs> many times and was extremely excited. But uh, I bet that's in the trailer, but I can't remember. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it's a great looking scene and it makes you, yeah, it's, it makes you sit up and want to watch that movie. So, like, yeah. that's what they're doing here is they're making, they're right. cutting together stuff that makes you want to watch this movie. And it worked. Yeah. yeah. The, um, the, the internet seems to be, um, crazy for the, uh, the, the, por- the porg? porgies, the porg, porgs. I think porgs? it's just a porg. Por- it's just a porg. A porg? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think you got, you got that stuck in my head. I'm sorry. That was my terrible porgy and vis joke, which yes, I don't yes. think enough people appreciated, frankly. <laughs> I thought that was I could not, I could not bring myself to, to heart that. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're part of the problem, John. There's, and there's no eye roll. Um, <laughs> so... Actually, that's uh well. Let, let's set the trailer aside for a second because that that actually launched me into a, something we didn't talk about yet on the show, uh, which was the um, or at least I don't think so. The two hundred eighty characters on tweets. Did we talk about that? No, no, we did not. Well, it's interesting because you brought the heart. There's no eye roll thing, and it's like right. one of those things where you know we use Slack or you know you might use Facebook, which has at least a handful of different like mm-hmm. responses. And yeah. I'm surprised and shocked that Twitter has not added a feature like that. Uh, that and, would be, I would I would be much more supportive of that than um 208 characters than adding than doubling the character. I think count. the doubling the character thing is dumb. I think it's I think it's I think it <laughs> ruins the platform frankly. I've seen <laughs> I will go so far as to say that it ruins the platform. <laughs> I mean yeah, even extending if you wanted to extend the character limit by an arbitrary amount, like I understand that there's a certain convenience in just saying it's double what it used to be, but like I feel like, you know, even if you'd want to expand it, expanding it less than that, just for looking at how something looks when it's on the screen, like scrolling through your mm-hmm. timeline, you know, we all yeah. see like giant 280 character tweets and it's just like especially on a phone even a, like i have a you know iphone 7 which has a pretty decent sized screen on it and even there i found like oh good now i can fit like two tweets <laughs> on screen <laughs> right right so yeah i i i, don't know. I mean and we, we people have talked about this sort of ad nauseum but um just the fact that i mean the the whole the whole thing that was that was Twitter was was that character count and trying to squeeze everything into yeah and editing and I mean it makes you it can actually make you a better writer yeah constraints constraints are yeah. very important um you know to link it back into the Star Wars thing part of the reason I think that the first you know the original Star Wars movies are so much more powerful is because he was working you know both in untested technology and with significant constraints in terms of like mm-hmm. money and what he could do technologically so. You know, yeah. that breeds a lot of creativity and it's turned, it's elevated what would have been, I think, otherwise a fairly bland social network into something that can be used to communicate, you know, really like an interesting medium in and of itself. Right. So I think they're ruining that. Yeah. So we both, we both, <laughs> yep. we both well, agree I, this is the, is this the, the correlation, ruin, ruination the, of Twitter. Is the correlation that neither of us have 280 characters on our accounts yet? Uh, <laughs> I, it's not, that is not the correlation. Uh, let's be clear. Twitter has ruined itself in a number of ways. This is right, just the most right. recent. Exactly. Yeah. It's not like, I mean, there's so many. I mean, I, you know, there have been a number of very good threads, but I hate the whole threading thing. Yeah, I mean, come up with a better way to do that. And yeah, right. 
You know, I've heard yeah. people like Jason Snell suggested and probably some others as well, like text attachments, just like you can have picture mm-hmm. attachments. It's like, all right, right. that'd be fine. Right. I'd be okay with that. Um, yeah. I, I would be more more okay with that than this. I would like that. I'd like to see the more reaction options. I mean, I think that would drive more engagement rather than just like yeah, disrupting the base of your platform. But, you know, they don't listen to me. Yeah. I mean, cha- changing something that's so fundamental about the platform that has been there since day one. Yeah, it'd be like yeah. if Facebook was like, you don't have friends anymore. I mean, that's kind of what Facebook's already <laughs> like for me, but... Yeah. <laughs> Aw. Aw. Well, that's sad. Um, did you see uh, that apparently Google bought Apple for $9 billion? <laughs> is, it, is it April Fool's Day again? No, apparently somebody hacked the, what was it, the Dow Jones news feed? Oh my god, I did not see this. Uh, yeah, this was kind of interesting. Dow, the Dow Jones was hacked, uh, and with it would put up a really, really bad story um, that said Google bought Apple for $9 billion. Oh my god. Um, it's like, that's not even, like... That's <laughs> not even close. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's my favorite part about this. Google, it's written- could, not, Google could not buy Apple. <laughs> Right? I mean, I don't think there's any way they could buy it. I Apple. don't think they have the money for that, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is weird. They claim it was a... Dow Jones Newswire said it's a technical error. Uh, there were several spurious stories, including several headlines. Google was acquiring Apple for $9 billion, and that the deal was prearranged with Steve Jobs in his will. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> bizarre. I'm out of the fake Apple rumor business, but um, do better, people. Let's just <laughs> do it. A technical error makes it sound like somebody wrote placeholder stories and they accidentally published a bunch of them. Yeah. I mean, the lead for this story is in a surprise move to everyone who is alive. <laughs> I feel like that's the kind of stupid thing I would write as a test post in a CMS and then be like, yeah, okay, this works. Uh, I should delete this post now. Anyways. I thought yeah. that was briefly amusing. That's um, very strange. It is very strange, but somebody's uh, honing in on your fake Apple news territory there. Yeah, well, there's a void in the market. That's true. That's why. It needs mm-hmm. to be filled. I've got no one to blame but myself. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> I, I don't have anybody to blame but you either. I st- I, I ran it. I mean, like, I, I still, that st- site is still up, and there are still people commenting. Really? <laughs> on in old some stories? Of the po- in, in one of the posts. There's like one there's one post that um had gotten like out of control with comments. And in the old days there was like some upper limit on the number of comments that you could have. And I can't even remember if this was back when it was I think this even started when I was running um uh movable type and and then moved it to WordPress. Um and uh yeah, because I, I I realized this. I mean, I, I knew that it had been going on for a while and just always figured it would peter out eventually. But um, I started getting like all these like this huge rash of spam comments. It's like somehow I think they somebody hacked my, you know, there's Ask Akismet, which is like uh-huh. the yeah. WordPress spam prevention plugin. And so they had like somehow disabled it. I get this all the time. And, and uh, you know, and I think I talked previously about how uh, they had injected someone had injected a whole bunch of spam ads into posts um in the in the uh database so i had to go through and clean all that crap out um yeah so this is like you know i i'm i i basically shut this site down like 
<laughs> 10 years ago, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> and I'm still, still managing it. Um, and there are people still commenting. Why, why don't you just turn post. all the comments off? I did. I turned the comments off on everything except for that one post. And then I reinstalled it. So it's actually, it's manageable now. <laughs> is it possible <laughs> that that one post is actually just like AI determining its own sentiency or something? It is, it is not. Okay. I don't think anybody reading these comments would, would call it AI. <laughs> <laughs> I think even the people making these comments would not would not consider that there is any I involved at all. <laughs> well, this is the story, the thread that would not die. Yeah, right. Man. Um, so, you know, so just, you know, run a blog for, for a while and you'll never be lonely. Yeah, that seems reasonable. Mm-hmm. I that's my. Uh, that's that's, that's, that's the advice, advice that I give to kids that's when I go advice. when I go speak at school. And they say, "What's a blog?" <laughs> and they say, "Who are you? <laughs> Why are you here? And what is? <laughs> How a did blog? you get into our gym?" <laughs> um. Did so, you see this uh, this this iOS privacy thing? Um, oh, this password thing. The password thing. Yeah. So Felix Kraus um posted this. Uh, there's apparently a phishing, some sort of phishing scheme that pops up. I don't uh, think it, what iTunes I, logins. What I read was it seemed like it was a proof of concept, uh, like this pointing out this could be done. Not that it's necessarily being done in the wild right now, but oh, it's, yeah, okay. but that it's okay. very easy to spoof the dialog box yep. to enter your iTunes password. Yeah, um, yeah. So I did do that. I skimmed through the post about it where he was sort of comparing. Um, you know, this is how I can make it look, and this is what a real one looks like. And yeah, they're pretty. Um, they're pretty spot on, and I think what's most damning about this is that I mean anybody... they're spot on, and they're certainly spot on enough that it would confuse anybody who because sure. you get these things all the time. That's the and thing, seemingly like, for no reason. That's the problem is that this is an yeah. Apple thing. If you've used iOS for any length of time, you've probably run into a situation where it asks you for your password and you don't know why. And it might be i saw suggestions that like sometimes a you know an app download gets stuck or sometimes there's a settings change or whatever um and so you just get used to kind of shrugging and putting in your password a lot of times or you just cancel and it keeps coming back until you give up or restart your phone or whatever um and that's a problem because your itunes password is obviously super critical to a whole bunch of information and so giving that up is right. really bad. Yeah. Um, so being able to spoof that to a point where somebody has no way of telling what's real and what's not uh, is is a serious problem. I don't know what the the right fix on that. I mean, there are some suggestions in the post I saw. You know, for example, sometimes you'll see um, something pop up on the lock screen. Um, there's like a lock screen notification where it says like your Apple ID needs verification. Uh, and apparently that's really hard to spoof or not spoofable um it's like because it's much more limited about what stuff pops up a notification and the notifications generally have to be badged with the app name etc um so you know coming up with ways to do that um or i don't know i mean i wonder about using stuff like touch id for that right like sometimes you still need your password or whatever but if you could link it to touch id it'd probably be harder for them to spoof a touch id screen because in order to use that technology you need to be more or less using it for an approved purpose yeah yeah so i guess i don't i don't i haven't read the whole thing yet but so, uh are these did these look like they're in apps or did he do this through um, i think it has like to safari? be it has to be done in an app um 
Like, that's the big thing is like. Well, so, yeah. So, I mean, uh, did I mean, this is a proof of concept. Did this stuff get a, approved or is this something that they would be able to filter out? I think in theory they would be able to filter it out. Um, but it depends how closely they're looking. I never, yeah. I'm not sure about how fine grained the app approval process is in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, because of the sandbox, there's no way to run it. Like, so one of the suggestions there is, you know, see if the app, like hit the home button and see if the app quits. Cause if the yeah. dialogue goes away, then it was a phishing attack. If the dialogue is still there, then it's a system dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in, like in the past, I've been I've tried to be really good about just going into settings, settings yeah. and logging and making sure that I'm logged in. Um, but I got to say that I don't I don't do that every single time. Right. Yeah. Neither do I. Um, I'm looking to see if there's any other information about it. Like, yeah, so he has the example of the lock screen notification. Yeah. Um, Two factor doesn't necessarily stop it because, you know. Some of these services don't always have it. Um, and you might just pass along a two-factor authentication token anyways. Um, so I, I don't. I think this is a, in part, it's a two-step thing, right? Like Apple's got to be able to protect against this in nefarious apps, but it also has to phase out this like random pop-up yeah. <laughs> that just asks you to enter your password. Like either it needs right. to say just like go to settings and open your password or enter your password there. Um, or it needs to do a better job of explaining why it's asking for your password, or it just needs to stop doing it. <laughs> One of those. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. That's yeah. a, it's, I mean, it's a thing that I would not panic about that. I feel like this is done more to bring it to the attention of Apple and to the attention of people to say like, Hey, just be, you know, cognizant when you're entering your password than to right. really be like, Oh my God, your device is insecure and your password's being stolen. <laughs> That post is being written right now, you know. Yeah. Oh, sure. I'm sure it's been. I'm sure it's been posted right now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Because how long does that take to write? I mean, I just wrote it while we were here. You, you already have those feelings inside you, so you just need to get them out on the spill them out on, on the, page. the computer. Yeah. I have a great mm-hmm. comment thread you could go to if you really wanted. <laughs> it's um, the only open one on this site. It's the only open one. It's pretty easy to find. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. So n- n- we don't have uh, none of us have um chargeable like uh contact charging phones. No. Not yet. Um but uh there's a big brouhaha about the speed at which different chargers charge. Surprisingly enough, it's slow. <laughs> <laughs> Again, if you've ever charged the only literally I think the only magnetic charging thing I have in here is a toothbrush. And yeah. it does not charge fast. No. And it's a toothbrush. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, there's nothing surprising to me about this. And part, I mean, especially because Apple said during its event that it wanted to sort of improve the standard. Uh, and so I think they are aiming to... First of all, the iPhones don't even charge as fast as is possible right now. Apparently, right. a software update is going to enable faster charging at some point. Probably 11.1. Um, second of all, the hardware, like, you know, Apple wants to launch its own charger, the air power thing next year. Um, and so that will likely, I'm sure they'll try to like find some way to improve the charging time. But 
I don't know. I'm kind of mixed feelings on this. Like, yeah, that's annoying, I guess. But like probably a lot of people, I generally charge my phone overnight. Yeah. And so speed charging is not as important. And if it is like, you know, currently because there is still a lightning port, I can just plug it in on my desk if I need like a little top up during the day or right. something. Right. Yeah. So I now I now commute a little bit because my son is going to school about a half an hour away. So that's my charging time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Gonna be in the car for a half an hour. Just plug it in. Um I yeah, I think that's the smart way to do. It. I mean, I don't know. I like the idea of contact charging. It certainly seems yeah. like it's it provides convenience in some sake, although there are a lot of people who I saw complaining that like, you know, some of the chargers require very precise alignment. Um and you know, at that point is it that much less fiddly than plugging a plugging in? in. Yeah. There are some apparently there are some cars now that come with these things. Um, there, oh, I, I thought you meant like with phones. It's like, ah, oh, no. my phone got a yeah. car. <laughs> Have you heard of these car phones? Um, no, like a just like a, a contactless. Well, not contactless. What is it? What are, you, what are we calling it? contact only? I guess I don't know. Uh, um, magnetic conjunction. Yeah, right, right. Just like a like a tray that you just drop your phone in and it charges while you're while you're going. Yeah, that's. That's fine. Which, I like that. uh, which I would love to have, but I don't. Yeah, I don't. But I don't, anything. and I got a new car just a couple of years ago, so I don't think I'm getting it anytime in the near future. Yeah, uh, that is, I mean, I'm buying an iPhone 10, which means I can't afford mm. a, a car. Yeah, you can't afford a new car. Yeah, so. Or, or even, or even <laughs> a new charger. <laughs> right. Sorry to, sorry to say. Yeah, I think that's, um, that is not happening for me. Um, yeah, I like the idea. Uh, the Wirecutter did a big roundup of um, charging pads that you can buy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and ironically, I think the uh, the best one that they came up with was the Samsung one, <laughs> which I think was pretty amusing. But it, they were like, this kind of hits the right combination of price and performance. It charges as fast as most of them, um, you know, like as most of the common ones do. And it's, you know, not as fiddly in some way, in some ways. Yeah. So, well, yeah, that's, um, that's again, someday. Yeah. I don't know. I was considering buying a cheap one to give it a spin when I got the iPhone 10. Yeah. But I'm not sure, you know, that again, I like the idea of it because like, if I just have a charging station on, you know, next to on like on my nightstand, yeah. You know, I will just pop the phone down there at night uh, and then I'll pick it up in, the, in, you know, the morning and I can, that means I can keep all my cables and um, I use, I, but I use mine stuff. as a, um, as a, uh, like a clock. Oh, your phone? Uh, yeah, I have an app. I mean, like an ancient app that just shows like digital time. And so I prop it up, you know, I have a little stand thing. I don't, um, I don't do that, but I do occasionally when I'm traveling, I use my watch as a in the nightstand mode. See, the thing is, but it's not on all the time i'm okay with that yeah i'm not i don't like that i don't <laughs> I like want to s- roll over and look and oh be god i don't know i don't like that the light gets too bright for me and i don't want to be like have the constantly looking at the clock insomnia thing yeah i just i turn it down um yeah but and i do have insomnia so <laughs> all right well, i wouldn't say i wouldn't say it's insomnia but i have that thing where you know like because i have to anytime i have to get up at a certain time mm-hmm 
um, I will wake up like an hour before that time and just sit there and like think, is it time yet? Is it time yet? Is it time yet? That sounds awful. You should stop it's doing great. that. No, it's no, you think that it's awful, but it's super it's awesome. It's really awesome. Okay. <laughs> I get so much thinking done. Sure. I get so much of my, my days worrying done. Yeah. Okay. That's good. You got to get that out of the way early. <laughs> right. Oh man. People don't know this, but you only have like a certain amount of worry in your body. Um, they're, they're, they're called ill tempers. Oh and, yes. Um, yeah. I've you heard must, about this. you must, you must exercise them from your body. Have you considered to, uh... leeching? <laughs> oh, considered. <laughs> <laughs> That's Ch- why my audio is so bad. <laughs> oh God. Now I'm picturing you just sitting there recording, like holding your arms out. And there's like a dozen leeches on you. Oh man. I, I needed the money. <laughs> Some some leeches, maybe a poultice of some kind. Uh, I'm not even sure what a poultice is. Uh, I think it's isn't that just another name for chicken? Sure, sure. why yeah. not? Let's just assume the others because there's also a chicken strapped to me. Oh, well, you're really you're really covering all your bases there. You have to. Yeah, that's important in this economy. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most efficacious healthcare plan I've heard of yet. <laughs> yeah, right. Really. <laughs> oh God, I got to shop for a new healthcare plan. Oh God. When they say so repeal, they just mean take the leech off and then put it on again. Uh, yep. Nope. That's too depressing. Taking it off the second time. Yeah, I guess um, you take it off again. Uh, <laughs> we did not discuss la- because we did the show a little bit on the early side last week that we um the both the sonos and google had events last week on wednesday that we didn't talk about um sonos released a sonos speaker with uh the echo functionality built in which i know you're definitely in the market for (laughs) if you say so Uh. um and google announced new versions of the google home a new pixel smartphone and it's uh, own version, sort of, of AirPods. Yeah, with a pretty cool feature. The translation feature, which is pretty yeah. nifty. Um, I yeah, gather that's awesome. I mean, so, depending on how well it works. But. Well, that's the question. Like, I have tried to use my phone before to do translation stuff. So when I was in India last year, um, my girlfriend was at work, and we had to have somebody come and fix the air conditioner in the apartment because it just wasn't working. And so, of course, these guys show up and they only speak hindi and mm-hmm. i do not speak any hindi except for like two words that i learned um and so i was like you know after a while sort of fumbling and trying to like mime stuff and whatever i was like oh i should get out my google translate app and start like typing things but the problem was there wasn't really like a really easy way to get to translate back to me in a way that i didn't feel super embarrassed like i wasn't gonna like shove the phone in their face and like talk into yeah. this yeah um so i mean I think it's really cool, but I think what's mostly cool about it is you can look at that and look, you know, five, six years down the road and see what that technology is going to look like. Right. Universal and, translator. And yeah, and it seems like, well, that could be pretty good. I mean, certainly Google Translate isn't perfect, but it, when you take a step back from that, it's also pretty amazing at what it is capable of. Because, yeah. like, if you think about the idea that I remember when. I feel like Alta Vista or something maybe had this. I don't know. Somebody had like translating before Google did. It was, was it Babblefish? Was that an actual thing oh, before? Oh, uh, yeah, I think so. Right. Yeah. And, and like just the idea that you could start just typing whole sentences into it and it would translate into different languages yeah. was incredible. Um, and certainly as somebody 
who has some familiarity some familiarity with other languages like you can look at the translation and be like yeah nobody's gonna take you for a native speaker of that language yeah but you can generally get the idea across so i have a whole i mean i have a whole shelf of japanese dictionaries um you know character dictionaries and regular dictionary i mean it's and it's and i think about this one app that i have on my smartphone that does basically what all that stuff does and how much easier it would be i bought a like there was this thing when i was there in the in japan in the 80s called a word tank and it was a um it was actually made for japanese people to translate to english um and it was just one language um and so you had to you had to know at least enough japanese to be able to type things in but you Mm -hmm. could get you know you could go both directions um and it was you know it was the size of um it, it was full it was fold out it had a keyboard um oh wow and it was it was like a it was like a ds it was like a big ds um basically huh. where the bottom part was uh um i still have it it was is a keyboard um and that thing did did translation but not nearly as well as this app does um, it me- certainly didn't let you like you could i mean you can write in in google translate and you can talk into google translate and it certainly didn't do either one of those things well yeah and that was the trickiest thing for me was like realizing that like when i try to hand them the phone the in india and i try to like give them the phone is like i i don't have a hindi keyboard installed so like it has an entirely different uh, alphabet so Mm -hmm. like i would have to have like installed that and then like given it to them and then let them type out like the answer and it was like that i mean and there is a conversational you know uh like a feature where you can like have somebody speak into it and it should like translate back and forth but it's always just a little bit touchy enough and i didn't want to be like that that super yeah (laughs) super awkward situation where it's like hold on nope this is almost working hold on (laughs) so instead we did which is the natural thing is like i called my girlfriend and she put her co-workers on the phone who speak both hindi and english and they basically we played literally played telephone (laughs) (laughs) uh and it worked our air conditioner got fixed and that's great but like you know their you know their language barrier is a real issue at points and having a way to technologically address that even if it's not perfect it's pretty yeah. good. Although it's I do, a step in, it's a step in a direction. I do look forward to the inevitable like mistranslation that causes you know some sort of war to break murder. out. <laughs> murder. Yeah. Right. Okay. I was going. I was going deeper than that, but yeah, that too. <laughs> um, but uh, what do you think of the look of those? So they're very definitively not you know AirPods. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't wowed by the look of them particularly. They look very Google-like to me, right? Like, yeah, they look functional, right. but not particularly. Uh, yeah, impressive. I mean, it's really just it's just that one feature that I was interested in that I hope Apple will will uh, implement. Yeah, well, you know, Siri does do translations in iOS 11 into certain languages, which is new. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to test that out last night um, because we were my girlfriend and I were talking and we were trying to come up with. Uh, a word in Spanish, which neither of us speak, and so we tried asking the Echo first, and it like shunted us into a translation app. And then, like while I was waiting for that to happen because it was going kind of slow, I asked Siri, and if only Siri had understood the word I was asking for, it would have worked fine. But first, it like misheard the word, so I was asking about bed, and it came up with bad, and I was like, that's not the word. So I tried again, and then it did like spinning end- endlessly and never giving me an answer. And so that didn't work. And third time, it came through pretty quickly. But yeah, you know, reliability is an issue in those situations. Yeah, really. 
when your life is on the line. Yeah, and it only does <laughs> it does many 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 few langu- many many fewer languages than Google Translate. Um, okay. I think it only does three or four right now. It's like Italian. I think it might do Japanese. Um, hmm. That's an interesting one to start with. Well, I think it's fairly. It's driven by demand, maybe. Yeah, well, I think, or is it Chinese? It might be Chinese because that's much more. Right, in demand. Oh, you're right. Sorry, it's not Japanese. It's Mandarin, French, German, Italian, and Spanish. And you can only go English to those languages, not in the other direction. Um, so, yeah, there's. um. That's fairly limited right now, but assuming they're, you know, obviously building out an entire back end, it's not surprising that that would be fairly limited. Um, but it is smart because there are, you know, any number of situations where, you know, I was talking to uh, Andrzej Tomic, uh, our friend who's a Slovenian tech writer, uh, and he was saying that there's no, there's still no Slovenian language interface. Um, like, the, there's no... Uh, you know, you can change iOS's interface to be in mm-hmm. what, in your localized language. There's no localized Slovene version. That's very odd. Which he was, he's very frustrated about. And like, yeah. there are similar, you know, languages and similar, like, you know, related languages that have their interfaces, but not Slovenia. So, yeah. you know. Well, I remember, I mean, when I was on his show, which has been a while now, I mean, he was, his point was basically, I mean, he had an Android phone then, I believe. And it was pretty much just because <clears throat> there was no... I mean, the iPhone was priced out of the market, basically. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So he mentioned, like, we were talking on Clockwise a few weeks ago. He wanted to get like his mother an iPad, and he would, but she doesn't like know English or know English well enough that she could navigate uh, an English yeah. UI. Uh, right. And so he was kind of, you know, frustrated with that. Um, and it's a good point. I mean, I, the iPhone has become so popular, or iOS has become so popular as a platform that you don't really necessarily. Being in the United States and having our very uh, central centralist view of this, <laughs> yeah, we sometimes forget there are many other countries in which this is not easy. I remember when the um, when the earliest iPhone didn't support uh, Arabic, uh, and it was a big deal when they added that. And I remember especially because I had taken Arabic a couple of years prior, and there was an issue where it did not correctly display Arabic. Um, so Arabic is a weird language in that it has different forms of letters depending on how they connect in the script to the letters around them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And they basically were rendering it as though all the letters were just individual in a vacuum. Like they yeah, have right. a four, And that is basically incomprehensible. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that was hilarious. They have since fixed that. <laughs> but yeah, that's a... Uh, I mean, you know, Apple, they've gotten better and better about, like, shipping iPhones to, like, many different countries very close to ship dates. Um, Because it used to be, like, it was available in a handful of countries, and the rest of it would sort of stagger out. But these days, like, it seems like within a month or two, it's available pretty much everywhere that Apple sells phones. Except Slovenia. Except Slovenia. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Andre. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, really. (laughs) That must suck to be, like... (laughs) Just like in that sub now, now a seemingly a small set of nations and languages that that don't get they just don't yeah they just don't have (laughs) over the over period of ten years have not found the time to do yeah yeah I don't know maybe he should go work for them and do all their translations or something (laughs) maybe they just can't find the the right personnel I suppose so 
Hank likes to change the interface a lot. I mean, he'll he'll change to other languages, um, which I think is kind of cool. It's kind of neat that he does that. Um, as long and, as you can remember how to did turn it back. So, like the other day, the other day he was having a problem in uh, Breath of the Wild, <laughs> and he was like, "Can you help me get past this thing in Breath of the Wild?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." And so I sat down and started doing it, and then all of a sudden, like <laughs> all these like Japanese voices start talking, and I'm like, "What is going on here?" It's like, "Oh yeah, I switched it to Japanese." <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least it's something that I relatively understand. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, that is, it'll, you'll uh, run it through Siri, and mm-hmm. it'll be fine. Yeah, it just pop in the air. <laughs> someday, someday. I, uh, I, I was looking at. Um, speaking of wireless headphones, Bose, I guess, has a pair of wireless earbuds uh, that they just announced the other day. Um, they're m- more expensive than the AirPods, but claim to at least have better. Uh, sound quality i don't know if that's true or not but i've really enjoyed my bose um the wireless uh noise canceling noise canceling ones yeah Yeah. i still don't have any i gotta get some noise canceling ones yeah and so um they did um i'm trying to remember if these ones are also uh noise canceling um because i feel like ah here we go yeah they're called the uh the sound sport free um yeah they're 250 so a lot more uh, yeah. expensive cheap. than the airpods not that the airpods pods are cheap either um but apparently they're just they the performance is very good they're fairly small perhaps less obtrusive in some ways than the airpods um they'd use a similar sort of like charging case um which i think is going to become sort of like de rigueur for wireless mm-hmm. stuff right i have a pair of like wireless uh, bluetooth just behind the ear headphones and they have to like flip open a little rubber cover on a port and plug in a <laughs> usb cable so that's less fun uh, my biggest problem is i just don't like earbuds very much they don't work comfortably for me yeah that is a shame because i love them i know i wish i had a better i wish i had more options for this kind of thing <laughs> more, more you wish you had more ears i wish i had more ears in a variety Be- of sizes and shapes better ears sure. i guess just like ears all the way around your head. Yeah, I just I want I want lots and lots of ears. I mean, <laughs> I've considered looking at like they make. Don't they have a pair of Beats ones that are? There's some Beats wireless so. ones that are maybe yeah. a little more feasible, but I don't know. I don't. None of these are the styles that I like for headphones. I'm old school. I would have those those uh those ones those over the head ones with the orange foam on them if I could. So these are these are the Sound Sport ones. Yeah, that, yeah, those ones. Yeah. Um, they sound like they're pretty, I mean, they sound like you're getting, you know, what you expect when you buy Bose headphones, right? Which is really high end audio quality and comfort and that kind of stuff. See, Um, I don't, uh, I might be able to wear these, but I don't, I can't wear those ones that like try and create a vacuum or, you know, like a suction. I don't think they seal up your ears. They, they, those never work for me. I don't think the, well, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've never found the... I, I'd still like to try a pair of AirPods at some point, but that's kind of the problem is like, you know, I don't I don't know. Do they let you try them in Apple stores? I have not been in a while. It seems like there are a lot of people who seem very squeamish about it. So they're pretty... I mean, I, I said this to, I think, John Armstrong, but I, I think they're almost... A, they're not exactly like uh, what, EarPods. EarPods, is that what they were called? Yeah. Yeah, um, but you, if you had an old pair and you just snipped the cords off, you, it's pretty close. Yeah, if you wanted to try it, I 
guess. I, I and, give yeah, all instead my of, instead of using the ones that they you know the ones in the store that everybody's used. <laughs> what if I just like snip them off, snip off the wires, and then like just wear those like mm, like right. I have AirPods? <laughs> sure, you could do that too. Does that make me cool? Um, <laughs> no. What I'm asking is: Is there a way that I can be cool? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk offline. <laughs> <laughs> Let me point you to this thread. <laughs> <laughs>